I'm 54 years old. You're what? What are you now? 52, 53? <laughs> but I'm 54 uh, years old. There's a good chance if I live a normal life expectancy, we will well, not you, go You can out kiss that away, a normal life. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I got a shot at hitting late 70s, early 80s. I got a good 25 years left in me, maybe. I mean, anything's possible, Chris. Hey, we haven't officially started the show yet, Phil. Um, well, I mean, oh, good. You know, for the uh, – I mean, we have, but for the podcast uh, part. Can I answer Can I answer Mr. Flurry real quick? Uh, hold on one second. Let me uh, get that on the uh, – Oh, guess not. On, on the screen. Uh, there you go, Phil. Go ahead. Oh, um, Jeff, no, I see there's these things called grocery stores and restaurants. You can just go buy beef jerky. You can buy ribs. You, I mean, it's already prepared. I mean, you don't even have to cook. I'm, I'm not sure if there's about six of you in town that seem to be obsessing a little bit about this beef jerky and cooking thing. See, that's already done. See, I, so, I, cook, no. I cooked beef jerky one time, and now I'm obsessed with it. Well, you, said, you talk about using your words. You said, stand by. I can go to the actual post if you'd like me to. So this is the first time I, I look forward to getting better. So that implies that you're going to keep trying until you improve. See, they're, they're right there on the screen. I mean, this is. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. The, the stuff, the red stuff, freaks me yeah. out a little bit. Well, I think that's because of the great lighting. It's really not that red in, in, in person. I don't know what it well, must it looks have been like a, one of those hot looks like one of those hot links that you cook on a grill right, cut open right. that red. Well, we know it's not it's a little, uh, little freaky. We know we're I'm not anything red, so Well or now Jeff hot. Flurry say, is hot. saying it looked it looked good. It didn't you know, I don't Kelly Man, I got Kelly and Cheryl both on the watching tonight. Ah Love hey, we Kelly haven't, and Cheryl. We haven't hit the official bumper music yet, but um, oh, oh. I, okay. Hey, um, I got like a few questions mm. on cards just to warm up. See if you can get the yeah, number I got one answers. Answer. Yeah. See if you got the number oh, one answer. Phil. You, you, this isn't, uh, we should have gone go over ahead. what we should have gone over show notes. You see, do we don't, this yeah. to me. Every time you do this to me, go I ahead. guess we, this is spontaneous. I mean, Hey, Phil, you want to get on a podcast? Yeah. Okay. And, that, and there's a show. Okay. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm looking for the number one answer. Name something people rent for a party. Rent for a party? Yep. Number one thing people rent for a party. Rent for a How about a keg of beer? I guess you don't rent that. You buy it. I want uh, Number four. That. Number four on the uh, list. Oh, it was? Yes, number four. Beer I keg. mean, I never, when I was growing up, I didn't do those kind of things. I was typically at Bible study. Um or right. working at a soup kitchen or something, but but you watch a lot um, of TV. You watch a lot of TV and see yeah. That. No, well, I mean, I you know, there's people out there that we need to pray for. Um, I I would say the number one thing you rent for a party. And if anybody knows, chime in. Party. Margarita machine. Look at Flurry. That's a committed drunk right there, Margarita machine. <laughs> um, that is not the number see. one answer, by uh, the way. That is not the number one answer. Um, is it higher than four? Margarita machine? No. Yeah. Okay, good. So I beat Flurry. Um, yes. I'm going to say um, like those bouncy. Well, what kind of party are we talking? We're talking about a kid party or what are we talking about? Brooke says bouncy house. Ernesto says bouncy That's house. That's what I was going to say. Something like that. Yeah. Bouncy house is, is uh, not on the list. Um, okay, the number so it's one not answer, a children's party. We have a winner. Oh. There's a lot of bouncy houses answers here. Jamie wins the wins it. Okay, what was uh, it? Um, send chairs, chairs. tables chairs. and chairs. Uh, uh, let me just point uh, out where I grew up, where I grew up. If there were chairs involved with a party, it was a party. I didn't want to be at uh, tables and chairs. Number one, a DJ, number two, a tent, number three, bear keg, four clown, five band, six stripper, seven. I don't know why you have to whoa, fix the whoa, floors. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, who said I mean, why, that? Why do you have to strip the floors? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't get that. Did anybody guess? Did anybody guess uh, the exotic dancer type one each? Did oh, that? is that what that is? Well, that's that's sin. I'll put that one off to the side. Oh, we ain't about that one. Here no, we go, sin. sin. Yeah. Jamie got that. Okay, so uh, let's do another. This is a practice one. So when we actually start to show, everyone will know what to do. Okay. 
Oh, here you go, Phil. You don't have a daughter. Well, you have a daughter-in-law now, but. I have daughter-in-laws. I have young ladies in my life that I love as much as you can love anybody. So go ahead. Name, name a question a father might ask his daughter's new boyfriend. Do you want to live? Where do you work? Um, who are your parents? Um, all those things. Uh, number one answer, do you have a job? Yeah. yeah. Number two, what's your intentions well, with see, my daughter? Well, and again, these questions would be easier to answer if you'd tell me how old the young lady was. Is this a 16-year-old going on a date? Is this a 23-year-old meeting the – I mean, there's all these variables. I'd have different questions depending on that. All right. Uh, what time are you coming home? How old are you and where are you going? All good questions. Oh, see, ooh, this is a good one here gets, for you, Phil. This show, this real quick, this show gets more difficult for me when I look down the screen and see several of my former classmates on here because, you know, I can't, I can't tell the story I want to because they, you know, they lived it with me. So I'm getting called out about the whole Bible study thing right now. So that's not good. <laughs> see, Ernesto on, on the stripper deal, he said he didn't think it was appropriate, so he didn't comment on that. That's, I, I totally agree. You know, that is, a, that, is an, that is an honorable profession. They're trying to make a living. Um, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> Especially if you tax it. Oh, never mind. Um, okay, Phil, I think this, this one should be good for you. Then we'll get the show officially started. Tell me something people have a hard time closing. Closing? Yeah. Something people have a hard time closing. The cell? Dadgummit. See, I was trying to be creative there. Um, they have a hard time closing the uh, cabinets, the cabinets in the kitchen. Or, you know, they don't, they don't close them consistently. Evidently, that's just me. How about the? Um, <laughs> There's five answers, five the possible trunk? answers. The and trunk? we have a winner, the Tina. Tina, Tina Smelly wins. Boy. She beat you. Not Tina. <laughs> uh, <they're... laughs> now that that is so appropriate for me. That's amazing. That's good job, T Tina. Is that why you got that right? Tina and I have been to a couple Bible studies together in our lives, and we've. <laughs> We've Jordan got, Tooley, not on the list, but a good yeah, answer, I think, for a lot of for a lot of folks. She says the toilet. <laughs> uh, other other answers: suitcase, door, a jar, bottle, lid, or a good. But I book. said door. Yeah. Oh, great! We're frozen. Yeah. I'm not frozen. Phil is frozen. That's great. Uh, the the internet. Uh, am I going to have to? You broke um, the podcast, Chris. Nope. I, you I broke can, it. There you are. You're back now. Your audio was always oh, there. I'm frozen. Oh, I'm back now. Okay. Yeah. What's going on? You got bad internet over at your house? No, I, I got great internet. I hmm. never, I didn't freeze. Okay. Well, I'm so sure. um, let's see here. Okay. Let's, let's hit the music and we'll officially start the podcast. And welcome to the Open Mic Podcast here on Guthrie News Page, along with Phil Nichols. I am Chris Evans. It is a Tuesday night, November 17th, and uh, really getting a late start here tonight, almost 8 o'clock, and fill your bedtime, as we all know, is at 8.30, so uh, this will oh, be a, a very uh, be challenging. Be a brief, yeah, brief and challenging podcast tonight. Well, no, I mean, I've got, I've got a show, a new show that I'm watching tonight. It starts oh, at 9 yeah? o'clock Central. So I scurried home about 145, took me a little power nap, and uh, I'm ready to go. I think I can make it to 1030, quarter wow. of 11, maybe even 1045. Wow. Guthrie Standard Time. Yeah. Guthrie Standard Time, 9 o'clock tonight. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, is yeah. it on Netflix? Is it on uh, what, what, uh, no, what channel? Playboy? I or where, across we, where this... are we at? No, 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 no. We don't, we, don't, we don't have those in our house, Chris, and you know that. Yes, I do know that. We don't eat at we don't eat at certain restaurants. What are you talking we don't, about? I mean, there's a whole list of things. Why well, we don't speak of those restaurants either, Christopher? There's just certain things we don't do in Nichols' house. 
So what channel? Or so what? What station? Or, what, or what's well, the movie? What's the show? Like what do we this, got? I think it's oh boy, there's the COVID or... kicking in. Oh boy. Okay. Last time somebody said something about somebody. <laughs> yeah, coughing, last time you was you assaulted. Last time it was you. I who thought said you were that. gonna. Get, I thought you were gonna get. I thought you were gonna get absolutely assaulted by that lady at the football game. <laughs> that was so good. That was one of my so, favorite so we're, so we're broadcasting at Bishop McGinnis. We're actually in the stands because the press box is too small and, and all that good stuff. And I take a drink of water, and it goes down wrong. And so I'm trying to do play-by-play as Josh Rains. <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> like that. And uh, I can't remember what, what you said at the beginning, Phil, but then you said, well, you've, you've been coughing like that for three days. And that lady turned I said, around. You've been like, coughing like that for three days. You might want to get tested, is what I think I said. <laughs> she turned around and I gave caused a, a quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was not good. Yeah, no, it was tough. It was it was uh, it was tough on the field. Well, that's my that's my <laughs> that's family there having a little fun at my expense. Cole, man, Cole's uh, very proud of Cole. He's a fine young man, but. Love you, Cole, man. So it looks just like my cousin Jamie. Looks just like his daddy. I know he's probably mad at me for saying that, but when I see him, it takes me back to my youth when Jamie and I would uh, be going to Bible study together. He looks just like his daddy. So, so what, uh, what, what, what show, what movie you got? Oh, it's about this funky family that some of the kids, I don't even remember the name of it. It's like, the, it's like their last name. It's like V and their last name. I can't remember the name. But they're, they were homeschooled and and very strict family. They didn't believe in the kiddos having cell phones or social media or just everything, right? And so the kids are, like, moving out at, like, age 17, 19, 20, I mean, young. And it's just, you know, so it's like a man soap opera. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. Oh, I will. Yeah. Oh, thank uh, you. I will. Yeah. Well, I guess um, – some of the some real topic news, and uh, we'll have the high school huddle tomorrow night here on Guthrie News Page and on ninety three point seven FM KSBI as we have our last regular scheduled show on the radio uh, tomorrow night as our contract expires for uh, high school huddle. But of course, we'll have Guthrie football on Friday night and the rest of the season on the radio. Will you get but, fired? Well, when we when we sat down to give a date on when, when the last day to do the high school huddle. I gave them November 18th thinking um, that'll get us pa- past the first two rounds and we'll be good to go. Cause there's really just yeah. a handful of games in the semis and the finals. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and oh. I don't want to waste your valuable time, but Mr. Chapel just said, it's called the, the Plathville, Plathville, Plathville. He knows what show I'm talking about. Mr. Chapel does. New episode tonight at nine. Yeah, there you go. Never heard of it. That's what it is. Well, you ought to watch it. I think it's something you would get into and probably enjoy. Mr. Chapel written on the Sooners this weekend as they take on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. That'll be uh, fun. He's a big OU fan. Yep. Well, he's got the visor on. Well, he's a big OU fan. Yeah. There was uh, some news today, Phil, and. The land of Muskogee, Oklahoma, home mm, of the Ruffers, yep. as uh, Muskogee head football coach Rafe Watkins and Muskogee mutually agree to uh, go different paths. Uh, of course, Rafe Watkins yep. had a great run here in Guthrie, 133 wins to only 30 losses uh, during his yep. tenure, four state championships uh, in Guthrie, and then uh, took the uh, Muskogee position in 2014. Uh, were a playoff team, uh, state semifinals, I believe, in 2016. Uh, lost two games that year, but uh, uh, this year, with you know, he had a he has a stud player who's going to the University of uh, uh, Oklahoma State University, but got hurt early in the year, uh, which did not help their 0-7 season this year. Uh, he finished his seven years at 35 and 36 in Muskogee. So um, they got a $30 million stadium they're opened up next year. I've seen the uh, prints, and it's going to be an awesome place. But uh, Muskogee right now will be looking for a new head football coach, and we'll see what the next move is for uh, Rafe Watkins. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we've obviously, you and I, as many people in Guthrie do, have had a long relationship with Rafe. Um, 
you know, when he was here, you know, well-documented, the 133 and 30 record that kind of says it all for itself Four state championships and, you know, and all kinds of success. It, it's, it goes back though to, you know, cause Rafe before he came to Guthrie was a 500 football coach. If you looked at his head coaching record, he was either right at, he was either, he was e- either exactly 500 or he was like one win above or below 500. I can't recall, but I, it was right I, there. I can, I, I can figure that out here. One quick for you. I can uh, yeah. see here. Go ahead. But, but he, you know, the thing that he, the thing that, and this is so hard, I think for some people to understand. And I think I've, I've learned as I've gotten older and now all of my kiddos, I don't have any kids playing football anymore. They've all grown. I've got some grands coming up that I'm sure the uh, lunatic Phil will reappear when they hit to high school football. Oh, but right now, gosh, my, right now, calm my, Phil is here. My insurance, oh, my attorney calm. fees. Oh, I know. A lot of moving parts when lunatic Phil yeah, shows it's up. It's a real thing. Yeah, but right now, cool. calm Phil, calm Phil's there. And, you know, in high school football, and I know people don't like to hear this because it, it sounds like I'm being judgmental of the kids and I'm not by no means am I trying to do that. You know, the kids are what they, they play hard. They do. That's all you can ask for of kids in any amateur sport, especially at the high school level, or the junior high levels, you want them out competing, getting better, learning how to compete, learn how to be a teammate, all those types of things. But at the end of the day, if you're 133 and 30, you had some great football players that you were coaching. If you don't have great football players, you're not going to go 133 and 30. I don't care who you are as a coach. And and so this isn't a – I'm not being critical of Rafe. Rafe, his record speaks for itself. He'll be in the Hall of Fame, um, the Oklahoma Football Hall of Fame someday, as he should be. Yep. Um, I think he'll be in the Guthrie Hall of Fame someday, as yep. he should be. Um, so it's just a reality that in high school sports – if you don't have great athletes, especially you get up to that 5A, I'll really say 4A, 5A, 6A, you know, Division One, Division Two level. If you don't have two or three outstanding high school football players, it's going to be hard to win a, a state championship. And when Rafe was here, again, not taking anything away from Rafe, great manager of the program, very good coach. He had, had a tremendous staff. He allowed the staff to do their jobs. I mean, he had great support of the administration. But you can have all of those things I just mentioned. But if you don't have great football players, you're not going to go 133 and 30. So Rafe was right around 500 before he came to Guthrie. He leaves Guthrie after going 133 and 30, and he's one game below 500 in seven seasons, I believe it's been. Is that right, Chris? Uh, Seven seasons, 2014 to this year. Yep. Yeah, so seven seasons. So does that mean Rafe forgot how to coach? Does that mean Rafe <laughs> forgot how to, how right. to run a winning pro? No. I mean, so I just wish everybody that is plugged into high school sports would realize that, um, you know, and again, I'm talking about when I'm not saying you can't have disagreements with should, should the coach have went on that, went for that on third, third down or should the coach, you know, that's part of the fun of being a fan is the right. sitting back and going to the what ifs, right? But just, you know, be sensible, I guess, in how you approach that. Because Rafe's obviously a great coach, very successful Hall of Famer. Every place he's been a high school coach besides here, he was 500 or below 500. Well, I have those numbers so for you. It's before about he, athletes. Okay. Yeah, before, before he came to Guthrie, he was 14 yep. and 18 as a head football coach. And I, then he went, obviously, on that magical run here in Guthrie, 133 to 30 losses, 133 wins. Yep. And so uh, he was 35 and 36 at Muskogee. So if you take out his career outside of Guthrie, he's 49 and 54 as a head coach. Yeah. And, and so, again, that's not being critical of Rafe. I'm, I'm not. No, no, I no, mean, no. That's not being critical. It, it, it is exactly what we're saying. You've got to have athletes to win football games and, and to consistently win. You've got to put together years of really good athletes. And for those of us that lived in Guthrie um, from, you know, really from 2001 uh, up until 14, there, those were magical years. I mean, there were years uh, we had, well, every championship year obviously was magical, but we had three or four other seasons that 
if not for an injury here, two thousand six, two thousand eight, yeah, 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 one bad series here, a completely blown field goal one year um, that that yeah. was the state championship game. I mean, it was that was the oh, two eight. best teams in the state. I mean, Rafe could have won six or seven state titles while it was here, but it's because it's because of you got to have a good manager of the program. I'm not taking anything away from them. You got to have that. But if you have all that and you don't have the great athletes, you're not going to win. Yeah. If you have again, great athletes and you don't have that, you're still not going to win, but you're going to win more games than if you don't have great athletes. Right. I mean, yeah. And, and when I say just, he was, it just is what it is. When he was 49 and 54, I mean, you, that, okay, but you also got to remember he was 133 and 30. I mean, that's part of the deal. And as you said, he's a Hall of Fame coach in, in the state and he's a Hall of Fame coach, obviously, yeah. here in Guthrie. So uh, a lot of people would Absolutely. love to have. Uh, his record, and it, you know, if yeah. the kid, if the Jinchy Williams, I think is his name at Muskogee. If he doesn't get hurt, I mean, they're, they're I mean, they're not going zero and seven. I can tell you that much. Well, and I think too, from the, I think too, you and I talked about this because I'd spoken to somebody who I'm not going to mention because um, I don't have their permission. But um, who, when I asked the question just this past weekend, I said, "How long? I said, How long do you think Rafe will go?" Is what I said, meaning. Mm-hmm. When do you think he? I mean, when does he want to retire? I mean, his kids are raised. Yeah, fifty-two I think years him and old. Karen have a, have, yeah, I think him and Karen have. I think sister had a child, so I think they might have a grand baby or a lot of things. You know, unfortunately, Rafe lost his father here a few years back, and his dad James was just a wonderful man, very close with his mom and dad. Mother still lives back in Prague, and and you know, and I. I told you, I think that, you know, Rafe's going to want to get back close to home, closer to home at some point, which is a normal thing for anybody at some point in their life. And, and I think, um, I think that was confirmed tonight, uh, with an interview that was done, you yeah. know, by the, uh, by Brown over in Tulsa. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, wants to maybe get back closer to Prague and, uh, really right yeah. now, whether, I don't know if he wants to be a head football coach, if he just wants to be an assistant football coach somewhere, but, yeah. Uh, you know, right now there's not a lot, a whole lot of uh, football positions open. There will be uh, football right. positions coming up, you know, as there is every single year within, I don't know, 30 days or after the high school football state championships are over, which is December 5th and 12th, those weekends. So we'll see. But um, Well, make no mistake about it. Like you said, there will be a long list of people that will want to talk to Rafe Watkins about being their coach. I mean, he, he's going to have plenty of oh, opportunities yeah, absolutely. to coach yeah. wherever he wants to. You know, I, I always chuckle. There's a, a few people that talked about, um, or maybe Rafe should come back to Guthrie. Well, number one, we've got a, a really good coach here now um, who was a big part of those four state titles. Three of the um, four. Yeah. You know, the three of the four. Um, so, you know, we don't have an opening here, guys, but but it's, you know. But not very many coaches. You know, there's there's go, just I mean, a lot of variables. I mean, not very many times you see a coach leave, a, especially a high school, leave and, co- and go back to the same high school they were at. That uh, doesn't happen in college football as well. I mean, I can think of John Gruden, who was at the Raiders and went back to the Raiders. I mean, there's uh, there are some different, you know, there are some some cases that does happen, but very rarely does that happen uh, in, in high school football. So, um, but, Yeah, and Rod- uh, Rodney, just our, our friend Rodney Poplin has had a, a post that I a, echoed what I just said. you you got to have great players to win titles. And like I said, you have to have a great coaching staff to also put them in the right position to win. But if you don't have great players, you can put you can coach your tail off, and you're not going to win. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And anybody that's been around football for longer than a day knows that, um, it, as Rodney does. I agree with what Rodney just put on there. Um, you know, and again, not taking anything away from anybody, but. You, <laughs> I mean, you, you go back to some of the, the athletes, and we, this isn't all about the Rafe deal, so we can get off this here shortly, but you, know, you go back and look at those great years when Rafe was here. Uh, there were kids that literally were third and fourth team that would be the best player in some other years yeah. at their position. And, again, that's not, a, that's not a slam on the kiddos in those other years. It just That's part of high school sports. I mean, especially in a small town, right? When you're a small town – Guthrie's around 10, 11,000 people, you know, you got about a hundred, 110, maybe athletes, varsity athletes you're dealing with for every sport every year. I mean, and, and, and listen, guys, 
I know we'd all like to think there's something to this, but a lot of it's blind luck. Did, did you just happen to have kids born that live in Guthrie that happen to be good at football? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I mean, that's just part of it. So, you know, it's just perspective is a good thing. And, 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 not, and if you're a good coach, it's obviously a lot easier to win in Class 5A football than it is 6A Division Two because – uh, no doubt. There, there, there's some bad teams. <laughs> there's there a, a, more than a handful, but over maybe um, 50%, maybe bad teams in 5A football, bad teams. And there's, there's, well, there's one elite team. There's three or four good teams. There's, you know, five or six respectable teams. And then there's a lot of bad teams. teams in 5A football. And that's, and that's not just football. It, it's a lot of 5A sports. I mean, to, and it's because, uh, it's yeah. like the kid that's that's a great athlete that goes to college or when they're coming out to college, they say, why isn't he getting recruited? He's a great football player, and he is in high school. But if you're 5'10 and weigh 180 pounds and you play linebacker, you're not going to go to OU yeah. and play linebacker. I mean, you're just, You can be a not, good high school football player. Yes, yes. And, that, and that's very, okay. very, very good high school football player. Yes, yes. And so, you know, it's just – it's having some reality dosed into – to what's going on. I mean, I, and I think, and I'm not just talking about Guthrie, I'm talking about everywhere. I mean, that's, that's, you know, where I grew up, we had a few really outstanding athletes and then there were, then there was a handful of good athletes and it's that way in every small town in America. Um, I mean, it's just, that's just, that's the makeup of sports in small towns. You know, we, we've both known people that have made hilarious what well what we think are hilarious statements let's say that little league coach the only reason i didn't go play division one baseball was you know my little league coach just screwed me up yeah yeah screwing well no no probably the reason why he didn't is you couldn't hit and you couldn't throw and you couldn't run when you got older i mean that that happens too i mean you know so it's it's okay it's just you know that's that's reality chad thomas uh, i'm making a lot of friends right now aren't i Chad Thomas, you got to have healthy players to, uh, as well. That's uh, always, always yeah, important absolutely. to have healthy players. Uh, speaking of championship coaches, uh, Coach Josh Summerall, uh, now superintendent over at Karchi. Him and Court are watching the podcast, and they say hi to to us and uh, appreciate that. And uh, Phil, uh, hey good guys. segue. The the uh, the, uh, the roster has been uh, delivered to me tonight for YMCA basketball. The uh, I was recruiting this year. <laughs> uh, we don't recruit. Uh, there's rules and parameters that are in there. So, uh, but uh, we will have a nine-man roster this year, and uh, we welcome two new players to our to our franchise, and look forward to a uh, fun basketball season. And hopefully, we you can have get how many it. new? You have how many new players to your uh, franchise? two new players? Two new players? Two new players? Yeah, Where, where'd you find them? Oh, Guthrie kids. Um, uh, yeah. Um, and they signed up okay. and we got them on the list and, uh, can't wait to meet them <laughs> officially. We'll have a, uh, we'll have a press conference and everything. We'll stream it live. Don't worry about all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, good answer, Chris. <laughs> uh, real quick. Uh, I have a question for you, Phil. Um, okay. I got an answer. All right, before we move on to our next topic, um, question is, see if you can get the number one number one answer. Name an advantage okay. of being name an advantage to being unemployed. Well, you get What's the number one answer? Sleepy time. A lot of sleepy time. Number two. Number two. Sleep late. Yeah, well, I mean, that's high on my list of things. <laughs> Some think I've been unemployed my whole life. I really haven't. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I get, uh, I get well, that public. I get that public school teacher wife money. Yeah, that's. We live high on that. We. Uh, I always get the question. Hey, uh, Chris, I got a question. Um, what does <laughs> Phil do? <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's one of the real. That's one of the simple joys of my life. <laughs> it really. Uh, is. W- would you like to try to guess one more time what the number one answer is to name an advantage to being unemployed? Number one. Uh, f- a quality, quality family time. Uh, number four, number four, time with number children. Four. I'm doing pretty yes. well in this. Uh, yeah, you got two out of four. Let's see. So far, um, or two out of see. quality family time, eight, sleepy time. Um, so it's going to be something weird. And unemployed. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Do Mr. as you Chappell's please. Chapel's already sending us. 
do as you please. Well, I mean, you don't have to be unemployed to do that. Uh, do do as you please, sleep late, get unemployment, time with children, not working, watch TV, find a better job, don't have a boss. Phil, there's a lot of things on here for you. Don't well, I mean, I'm, all, I'm, I'm a fan of all those things. Watch TV, not working. Well, well, I mean, I mean oh, after boy. You, too, after you know, you the, okay, we're getting private text messages right now, you and I. Oh, I, oh yeah. Certain people. Right. And we've already been bullied to move along uh, by this individual. Um, we've been, we've been, I, I mean, there's stuff on here. I mean, it's a good thing we're good friends. All right. So uh, you said you had things to say, Phil. What, what, what's, uh, what's, what's on, what's on your mind here? This is where well, I, ratings go up and. Are you ready? Are, are you in? okay with it? I mean, yeah, you don't know what I'm about to say. <laughs> well, right now on the screen, it what? says Chris Evans and Phil Nichols. So the person talking. Okay. Under, so, okay all right. All right. So what, I, the governor spoke yesterday. Yes. And I'm, I mean, I listen, I know we always file these disclaimers. I just want somebody to help me understand. I mean, does Rona wake up at 11? Is he sleepy time during the day? I mean, does he just, does he have an alarm clock? I'm assuming it's a he or is it a she, but what, where does this, what, what, what is, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. We, now I'm going to say some things now that really is going to make our private text group blow up, but. How, and it's going to upset some people, but that's okay. I'm asking the question. I'm not saying I think it's right or wrong. I'm asking the question. Okay. There were wrestling tournaments or wrestling duels last weekend. Yeah. Open up. Uh, one was in Kingfisher. Okay. So those are fine, but a person that's ran a business for 30 years is going to have restrictions put on them on when they can be open and when they have to close. Well, uh, just to explain, a lot of people didn't catch that. Starting, love, starting love today, to, love to hear it. Starting today, state Go employees ahead. would have have to wear mm -hmm. a mask in the in the common areas. And starting Thursday, uh, where's that? Oh, there it is. Restaurants must must ensure all tables are six feet apart. If they can't stay six feet apart, yep. they can install properly sanitized dividers to help keep groups separated. Keep them separated. Um, also, starting on Thursday, the governor is requiring all bars and restaurants to close at 11 p.m. Uh, no in-person service or food or alcohol will be allowed after 11 p.m. except for curbside and drive-through windows. So COVID goes to bed at 10:30. Is what you're saying? Hey, sleepy time. <laughs> Who knew it? Yeah, yeah, it I'm just... already getting comments. Well, I hope you don't get. I'm already seeing. Oh, I hope you don't get. Well, I don't want anybody to get it. I'm not well, saying no. it's not. I know it's real. I've had two sons that have had it. So, I mean, I, I get it. I'm not, we've all had at this point, we all know people personally that have had this, had Corona. Yep. It's a horrible thing. What I'm simply saying is, is that it's is just, it, and I'm not, as you know, Chris, you know, this, when I, I'm not one of these guys that doesn't wear a mask when he goes into to the store. So, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those people. Okay. But. I do find it ironic that when there's rules passed, it's stuff like must close at 11 because the virus goes away. Rona gets tired too, Phil. <laughs> let me, let me ask this question, Phil. Um, of course, uh, and it's a very, uh, it's a, it's a, a topic that has been divided, uh, not only locally, not only by the state in the state, but nationally as well as this is the mass deal. And, and, and the governor's deal with those, with those, rules that he put in those executive orders he put in. He's always said he, he believes in local control and not going to, he's not going to make a statewide ban or make it a mandatory statewide to put masks on because there might be one case in Elk city and there might be 700 cases in Tulsa and there might be two cases down in broken bow. Um, is this way, is this way of the governor's way of saying, okay, here's something to do that I'm trying to be proactive. I, I'm not going to do a mask. I'm not going to do this, but um, let's close restaurants down at 11. Is that? We're just going to pick winners and losers. So our government's going to pick winners and losers. You know, I, I'm a big fan of, you know, bureaucrats doing that. 
I mean, I'm not in the bar business. I'm not in the restaurant business, but I, but I, according to our conversation, nobody knows what business I'm in, which that's pretty good. But, but the, but the, the reality is, is that anytime your government start, in my opinion, start saying, here's rules that only affect these private businesses, right? And they don't touch anything else. I think it's a joke. The reason I bring up wrestling, and this is why I said it's going to upset people, I can't think of a sport, any sport on the world, where there's the possibility of spreading COVID more than wrestling. I mean, I just can't. You know, you got got two kids rolling around on top of each other. (laughs) I mean, mean, that's okay. But 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 an adult who employs people, but but an adult who employs people has to shut down at 11 or they have to go install thousands of dollars or however much hundreds or I would assume it's thousands of dollars of, of protective stuff around, around seats if they can't. So, I mean, so I I would rather us just say, first of all, I think it's crazy that we're, we're saying with something like this, because people move back and forth, um, you know, that, that it's local control. So does that mean that, Corona knows that if in Logan County, we have these rules. So when it gets to Oklahoma County, it has to stop because they have different sets of rules. I, you I know, mean, it's, I, it's I, I, I can see there. I, I, and of course it's easy to, to judge somebody from, from on a podcast, uh, but I can, I can see why that would be tough for a governor to put a statewide mandate on everybody because what happens if there's only, like in Langston, there's no cases in Langston, and there's a, a, a handful in Crescent. Um, there's none in no in no cities, and there's I don't know thousands upon thousands in Tulsa, Oklahoma City. So, do you? I can see how that would be a tough decision. Well, but my point is, is that people people from Crescent drive to Oklahoma City every day to work. People right. from Guthrie drive to Oklahoma City every day to work. It's the back and forth. I mean, the, you know, there's. <laughs> It just, I don't know. I just think the rules, I mean, I listen, I think wearing a mask is great. I think if that, I think yeah. most medical professionals have stepped up and said, if you wear a mask when you're out in public, that greatly reduces. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not debating that. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is I think it's asinine to say that this one industry, we're going to put rules on you. We're going to negatively affect your business. We're going to cause you even more financial harm because evidently Corona wakes up at 1056. And by the time it brushes its teeth and gets out, well, we got to be, you know, we got to shut these places down. I, just, I think it's crazy. I use the example of wrestling because, and, and I love wrestling. You know that, Chris. And I, and I wish our kids could play every sport. I do. I wish they could play every sport. But I just think it's insanity that this is okay, but this isn't. This action's okay, but this isn't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. I just. I mean, I'm. I'm being sincere. I really don't understand the logic in that. Yeah, Cody Knox. So. I think uh, Cody Knox says if I don't. If I. If if I don't have to wear a mask, some some where I won't. If it's required in places, I will. I, I hate wearing masks, and I don't think anybody really loves wearing. That's masks, exactly but, where I'm at. Uh, uh, yeah. That's exactly. I, yeah, that's I agree exactly there. Where I, I'm at. Um, you know, if Walmart wants me to wear a mask, I'm going to wear a mask. If the school district wants me to wear a mask, right. I'm going to wear a mask. It's, you know, it, it's that easy. And, uh, we've been really lucky in, in the Guthrie public school district that Guthrie can go five days a week. A lot of these schools are, uh, going virtual. Some of them are mixing it, you know, going Monday, Tuesday off on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, it's, it's a whole bunch of deal. And so, uh, we've been lucky in Guthrie and I hope it continues, um, of being able to go five days a week. Cause it's, a uh, it's, a uh, it's been a really good deal, and you know the the school district yeah. has, is requiring mask, uh, which is, is a great thing. If that means going school five days a week and you have to wear a mask, then wear the mask. I mean, if that's going to help it, right. and obviously that that has helped the situation. Uh, I was at a, at a sign today for uh, Josh Rains, and uh, everybody had a mask on. If they dipped it down a little bit, uh, there was a couple administrator, a couple t- uh, one administrator and teachers. Hey, put your mask up, put your mask up, because um, uh, we want to keep going to school. So. Um, 
Yeah, yeah it's a and, know, and, it's, and, it's, and all that stuff and all that stuff's good. I, I do want to say that I think our school board, our local school board in Guthrie, and our administrations handled an impossible situation as as the absolute best it could have been handled. I think they've done a great job. Um, just me personally, I know there's going to be people out there that disagree with that. That's fine. Sure. But, but to me, they've done a really good job. I mean, I, in, in an impossible, and it's the same thing with the OSSA. I mean, I, you know, I had a conversation with somebody today. We were talking about leadership just in general. And I said, well, it's hard being the leader of something. And I'm thinking of the governor when I say this, you know, to me, to me, it's, it's easy to say local control because the, the, you're just, in my opinion, you're just passing everything off to the local authorities and putting it squarely in their lap. And I think some things require, you know, uh, require the governor in this case to be a little more, uh, a little more um, uh, involved. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, well, who knows? None of us have the answer. We're all, nope. we're all nope. pontificating, but, but anyway, it's crazy town. I know that. Hey, did I show you my trick, Phil? Watch this. Alexa, turn off my light. Oh, God. I've seen this 118 times. Alexa, turn on my light. Turn the light lights. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> like that? And then you, you said, you said, been married to my wife for over 20 years. I can't even get her to do that for me. But Alexa will do it for me. That's what you said. I didn't say that. <laughs> Uh, my wife and I've been married 32 blissful years. I don't know what you're talking about. I like, uh, I like before show Phil, once the, once the lights come (laughs) on, you're a little bit different. So, uh, uh, okay. Phil, I got another question for you. If we move on to our next topic here, see, see if you can beat any of our guests. If you, if anyone watching chime in, Phil name something people do while driving that they know they shouldn't. Uh, do what I'm doing right now. Text. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you text and be on a laptop. Is that the number oh, one? Is that number one? Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Talk on the phone. You just could. I had to bring it out of you. Didn't want to give me that. I see. Uh, well, I, I gave what you. What have you seen one. me? I'm a good driver. I'm a good driver. <laughs> see, I don't even believe that. <laughs> I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> Now, number two on the list is eat and drink. Do you do you eat in the car? Oh, yeah. Usually while I'm texting, yeah. Uh-huh. But do you like? Are you like eating a Whopper? Are you eating like like beef jerky? No, I'm you, you know you know this. I'm a snack guy. I like snacks. Yeah, huge snack guy. I'm a snack guy. Yeah, I'm a huge snack guy. I love snacks. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be. Yeah, I'll have some sweet tarts, blow pops. I've been known to buy boxes of blow pops at convenience stores for long trips. Um. Yeah, well, I'm a snack guy. Uh, other answers. Uh, Tina got it. Uh, Brooke got it. Uh, the other answers. Uh, drive recklessly, which usually leads when you text on the phone. Usually, go to the drive recklessly. But uh, put on makeup and read. Put on makeup and read. Yeah, when I put. I mean, I, yeah, I've run late before. Where I had to put my makeup on. Sure. I'm driving down the road. People get upset, and you know, got to get your face on. Are you, uh, how's the, how's the, uh, how's the yard looking with the, uh, tree limbs the oh. and, uh, curbside? I had a crew, of, I had a crew, I had a crew of six people over here Saturday working. Five of them were outstanding. One of them was a complete joke. Um, but it was a, it, we got a lot done. We got a lot done. It was outstanding. You got to see the pull on, uh, Saul come out again. I had the gloves on. Well, I almost Sam put, was operating a chainsaw. Well, she did this time. Um, yeah. I, I, I didn't put the boots on. Kept the boots in the closet. You, no, you did. They weren't even the plastic boots. You didn't both. The rain boots. Yeah, I call them rain boots. Rain boots. And call them what you want. They're plastic. Um, no, it was good. And we got one of those wood chippers, which I thought was a yes. wonderful idea from the jump. I thought it was a, one of the best decisions we've ever made as a family. Um, I expressed <laughs> that to you for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> for the first hour or so <laughs> it took phil an hour to get the thing started uh, well not started but the clutch in the in in, in place uh, i was so mad oh. and if you have a lot of tree limb debris 
highly suggest the uh, wood chipper. That that is a good yeah, rental. It, it really is. And like and, I said, it, I'm glad I thought of it. So it was good. Tanya did. And here's the crazy thing <laughs> is there's a local rental place that you can go and rent like a yeah. wood chipper. And I, our family, uh, rented a stub grinder uh, that Phil uh Put the work really well. Did a good job on this stuff. We could have gone a little bit. That probably was, three or four. That was actually, that was fun. Yeah, probably could have gone a few inches deeper uh, from grinding it out, but I won't. I won't go too far in it. But as you as I watch you operate the uh, stump grinder, and I and I assisted. It wasn't like I was sitting on the porch not doing anything. Um, I was standing and not doing anything. But no, I actually raked the <laughs> I raked the the chips away. Um, yeah, I raked them away so yeah. you can have more working space. But then right. the then the wood chipper, and I'm thinking, this place will rent anything to anybody. It's amazing. Oh yeah, no they've they've got this is big equipment I mean, too. No, we're lucky to have have them in town. They do a great job, and mm-hmm. and David does a really good job in them. But but it's uh, now we're very fortunate to roll down, pick her up, and you know have it done and back. And once you remember, I I have learned a valuable lesson though, Chris. Keys are valuable at those places. Yes, yes. Keys and you got uh, to make sure you secure those. Pin locks? Or is that what those things are called? Yeah, well, to keep it from bouncing when you're pulling it down the road. Those are is that $60 what they're called? if you lose that. Yeah, pin locks? I don't is that what, what they're, they're called? called but, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what they're called. Sam would know. Tanya would know. We don't know. No, not a clue. So, but, uh, no. but, uh, if you want, you can take your trees to the dump and uh, to the landfill and dump them out there yeah. and curbside pickup will yeah. begin probably about a month from now. And, uh, for, if you live in the city of Guthrie, uh, if you're a Guthrie resident. So, um, my yard is done except for, I got to bring in some dirt. We lost one complete tree. And so, uh, there's going to be tree <laughs> limbs all over the place for a long, long time. I'm afraid. Can you believe how many trees Tony and I lost in our front yard? I know it was a Isn't lot. It crazy, it's crazy, dude. And we still got like four to cut down. You're going to have to come back for another round of uh, work detail. Speaking of trees going down, a, a, a lot of people, uh, if you live in the Guthrie area, a lot of a lot of happening on Division Street, Phil. Mm. And yeah. uh, uh, in fact, uh, the uh, a guy named Max Fairchild. Uh, Owns Automax. A lot of people have probably have seen the signs in Guthrie or the or the commercials. Uh, but I listened to a sports station out of Oklahoma City. He's got commercials, uh, radio commercials uh, promoting the new uh, car lot in in the Guthrie area. But uh, Max has bought a lot of property in the Guthrie area, including like the Bowling Alley. Uh, I think he's leasing or renting the Powell Building, the one across from Jelsman Stadium, where the where the car place is at. Uh, he's, he bought uh, a downtown building uh, on the church built that is being occupied there. Has bought a lot of property across from the Sonic. He bought the Dollar Tree building, bought the big old tire building, bought some buildings across. Did he buy the, the Ring Rose? Did he buy the Ring Rose? Old um, Ring Rose office downtown? I have not. Somebody heard that told one. me. That. I don't know if he did or not. Yeah. yeah he's um, been on a buying spree. Yeah. The, the green and yellow building that's uh, right by Mineral Wells Park yeah. must be the yeah, feed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He bought that, bought Dean's, and we need to get Max on the yep. show. That'd be a good show because um, I do have uh, a, a graphic that allows, uh, uh, like, like this one right here. I can have Phil right there, and I can have a guest right there. We can have uh, the new graphics is what I'm basically showing off is our graphic. But uh, uh, you're Max showing be, off right now. Right yeah, now. yeah. I was okay. My bad. Uh, but know. Max would be uh, Max would be a fun guest to have on the show. Oh boy, no, he would be a good one, and, and our our great title sponsor for the high school huddle every Wednesday night, uh, Josh. Uh, so you heard he's putting in a bid to buy Guthrie News Page. Um, Josh, I can be bought. <laughs> I can vouch for that. He really can. <laughs> I can be bought. <laughs> No, I, you know, anytime in a small town when somebody comes in, they start buying a lot of property. I think if you've lived anywhere in a small town, <clears throat> people have seen different folks over the years come in and buy a lot of buildings, buy a lot of property. Yeah. Usually aren't from there, but they come in and do that. And I think people are naturally a little bit skeptical. Um, Nosy, nervous. In my opinion. Not as, but, well, I'm people just don't like change. People don't like p- things sure. moving around. 
Um, but at the end of the day, everything Mr. Fairchild's done on all these properties has been a great improvement. Yes. I mean, cleaning stuff up, doing things. I mean, I, you know, I think, I think anytime you have somebody that's invested in your community, that's good. So hopefully, hopefully it'll all turn out great for him and, and his organization will be good for the city and everybody will win. I so, totally agree. I mean, uh, I, hey, just that area down in the flats by the big O where it's in the floodplain that they've came in and they've cleaned all that up and those old yeah, buildings the have trees. been sitting there for, for 400 years. I mean, they've been for sale since the day I moved to town 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I, I really, that was on my bucket list. Will these ever, anything ever happen to these buildings before I die? Yeah. And, and they are. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be fun to see what comes of it, but, I, I applaud him for getting involved and trying to trying to help the community. I think it's good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he's uh, a lot of people are asking what's he going to be doing in the area. And uh, the big old tires, I think, is going to be like his service center. Uh, we work on cars and all that good stuff. And I noticed one of the three buildings came down today. And uh, the the second one, the old car wash, uh, actually, it, used, it was an old car wash when I was a kid. It used to be a, a place where you go get uh, bait. It was uh, Boyd's. Boyd's bait, I think it was called. I remember going in there and uh, the did big you purchase bait there on your? Well, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Chris is a fisherman. For people that don't know, I, okay, this has been a real point of contention between you and I ever it, since I found it. This really out. has, and I can't. I can't believe it's come up, come back again. But go ahead. Well, we've been, we've been what most people would consider very close friends for several years. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Right. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, cost most, me. A, it's cost me quite a bit, but you know. <laughs> well, but I told you early on, it's Chris. It's not easy being your down friend. This road, yeah. It's not easy being my friend. So I, I filed all the disclaimers. I told you up front. So it's on you. And, but the the but the truth is, I had no idea Chris Evans enjoyed fishing. And then one week he says, "Oh, we're leaving on Friday or Thursday or whatever it was." I said, "Where are you going? We're going to Missouri. What are you gonna do over there?" Oh, we're going trout fishing. I almost fell out of my darn chair. Yeah. I was sending pictures I mean, of all my gear. I, mean, I, don't, I just, I still don't understand how you could keep something like that from me. Anyway, that's, that's, I've got to work through that. Uh, Jordan asked, Tully asked a question uh, on the topic of Max. Is he going to reopen the bowling alley? Um, I'm why well, I cannot answer specifically. I have been told that, uh, he hopes to keep it as a bow and alley and has plans of maybe doing something upstairs. I can't remember what it was, but it, it was, a, it was a cool idea, but that'd be cool to have disco? Uh, Max on here. Uh, I don't think it was dance disco. club. I don't, oh. but, uh, but I, if he just on the bowling alley, if he just painted the outside, it'd be a huge uh, up, upgrade for that. But I can't remember the last time it's been painted. I mean, that would be a huge, and I can, uh, I can guarantee you he will. I, I, I think so, I too. mean, based on everything yeah. else he's been doing, I mean, he will. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it's, you know, so it'll be good. Uh, somebody sent me a private message uh, uh, concerned about all the trees that were cut down on Division, Chris. Um, oh, ice storm, Phil. Ice storm. Well, it depends uh, who asked the okay, question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know who exactly. asked the question. Right. So, uh, yeah, if uh, – if there was ever a time that you can get away with cutting down a tree, now is the time. Cut it down now and just blame the ice storm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's, I, I'm sure that'll I'm sure that'll hold up. It it looks better. I don't know if all of them needed to come it down. Look, it does, but it it does look better. Uh, there's literally not a tree within 200 yard radius of that place. No, they're all I'm, I'm like, ice storms. It was a crippling ice storm across still. the street. Yeah. Crippling ice storm. Okay. <laughs> Some of them had delayed damage. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Rod, I'm not putting that comment on the screen. Uh, in fact, you might be banned for 12 hours on, on the uh, news page. Oh, no. Uh, I got to see it now. Is it still there? No, uh, I'll pop it on the screen. You can read on your screen. There it is, Phil. Fish are attracted fish to Chris. Attracted Got a funny story about Chris and a fish. <laughs> it was uh, uh, when I went trout I like fishing. I like it when that works out that yeah, way. Yeah, I I shouldn't have brought up the fishing because, uh, yeah, it uh, it was uh, <laughs> it was at Table Rock. <laughs> Phil it was where the uh, the crisis went down. Wait, so you've been to Table Rock? Well, yeah, I mean, 
Well, yeah, I meant for fishing purposes, entertainment purposes. Do you scuba dive? Uh, I did when we went on a cruise a couple of years ago. Yeah. You scuba, you went scuba diving. Yeah. Not snorkeling, yeah. but scuba diving. Yeah. Oh, oh. On and... oh, never mind. No, I went snorkeling. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was, I, I was I getting think, nervous there for a second. I think, if, I, th- I think if I went scuba diving, the pressure would be too much on my, on my uh, right ear. Well, that's why I was asking because I know when you're over at the house over here and you guys get in the pool, you have to, you know, you're, 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 you take precautions for the ear. I wax up. I wax up. You wax up. I wasn't going to go there, but you wax up. That's exactly right. Wax on, wax off. I wax up. Yeah, Yeah, you do. You do. Because I don't know. It's just like as a kid, did you have an incident? I mean, what happened? Well, um, this, we can get the fish coming off of there. I'm tired. I don't think I'm going to rehash <laughs> that story because Phil, I, I feel, okay. I, I feel like, I'll call you after this. No. Okay. So I'll tell a story. So it won't, we'll get it over with because you're going to get, okay. So well, TV, my TV show starts in 16 minutes. Okay. So we were at Table Rock, uh, a lot of friends. Uh, Rod was one of them. You know, it's, I put the comment on there so we know what we're talking about. Um, so I had Is little this a long story. No, no, no. I had a, okay, go ahead. I was with, uh, Kel Evans, who was probably, I don't know, two or three at the, at the time. <laughs> and, uh, we went out into the water, uh, enjoying a nice, uh, sunny afternoon. And uh, we were in the shallow end and out of nowhere, a fish popped up and bit me. <laughs> You got to know, Chris, <laughs> to know the reaction that would have came from this. What kind of fish was it, Christopher? Uh, it was a perch. <laughs> Do I dare ask where he bit you? <laughs> it's not that, Phil. <laughs> no, I mean, it was, I didn't know if it was your shoulder, if it was your forearm, if it was... You know, I didn't know. It was. What uh, bite you, Chris? Gosh darn it! Pictures. Rodney. Rodney says he has pictures. Yeah, he does. He does have a picture. Uh, Rodney, it was the left, I got uh, Phil. The left it was. Left. Uh, <laughs> It was the left. <laughs> Rod, can't believe you're doing this on national television. Um, it Rod. was my left. Ni- it was my left nipple. It drew blood. It drew blood, Phil. It drew blood. I, I, oh, I now know why people wear so shirts good. when they go swimming. <laughs> what what did you do to get a perch to attack you? I mean, I've, perch by nature are pretty demure fish. I mean, they usually don't attack people. Well, I was holding Kel out in front of me, you know, you know, like a do 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 do. You know, you're playing with them. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the 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 perch came in between us. <laughs> And Did you drop him when the perch bit you? I, I lost all consciousness. I'm not sure what happened. They, <laughs> I'm not sh- and, and as I'm holding little Kel Evans, the precious firstborn kid, and the perch is in front, in between us, I go, oh, that's a fish. Ow! And then that's when the, when the, when the incident happened. Uh, so did you drop Kel? Well, he had a life jacket on too, I think. I'm not sure. Rod's got the pictures and all the. (laughs) Oh, Rod, I will pay good money for these pictures. Oh, oh, oh! Simpson's now. Simpson's now the producer of the show. He's telling us good time to look for an exit strategy for this podcast. He usually knows when it's. He's usually got a pretty good pulse on that. He's usually got a pretty good pulse on that. So uh, let's segue real quick um, to our. uh, 
to uh, another question here, Phil, and see. If, okay. Uh, before a couple gets married, name something they oh, should boy. agree about. <laughs> Looking for the number one answer. There's four. There's four possible oh. answers. Dude, I I know what I want to say, but if I say it, what? Uh, Listen, I got bit by a perch and lived to tell about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what people are probably going to say is money. It wouldn't be my number one, but I think money's going to be one or two. It's number two. Okay, number one then would be about uh, perhaps it could be religion or it could be um, raising children. <laughs> Okay. Oops. Okay. Yeah. Children. <laughs> so, so is children one? Children is one. Some would say. I am never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. This, what's three? Uh, where to live. Okay. What's four? See, I married a Guthrie girl, so it was easy for us. Living Guthrie. Well, you're a Guthrie boy, so that worked out. One boy. I married one a girl, girl from. I married a girl from. I married a girl from Florida and moved her to freaking Oklahoma. We can we can overcome anything. If you can survive that. Well, Nebraska. You first yeah. first start in Nebraska. Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. We've, Tony and I have lived all over the place. California. Yeah, we've been we've been all over the place. Um, what? So what was number four? Trust, faith. Faith. Is there five or is it just top four? Uh, just just a four. Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't say what I was thinking. What was it? No, 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 no. Where's our disclaimer at? Oh. I... Well, it's not going to happen, so. <laughs> um... Okay, now you got you got a city council person mocking us. You got superintendent of schools mocking us. I think it's time, Chris. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I, I got one more. I got one more for you. I think this might. Uh, okay. Be interesting right. here. Final one as uh, we hang get, on. This hang on, Doctor Mike. We're almost there. This will wrap okay. up the show here. Name okay. something you wouldn't want to have happen while your pet's sitting. Oh, this happened to me. Yeah, it sure did. Have the pet right. die. Pet died. That's the number one answer. What happened, Phil? And this, you, it, the sweet, beautiful. It sucked. Healthy, healthy, healthy dog. Yeah. Just an older, older, sweet. I mean, truly, it's, it's a sweetheart. And you know how I am about animals. And we have dear friends of ours that we help each other. You know, if we go out of town or they go out of town, we'll take care of each other's pets. And I got up in the morning to go down and feed these pretty babies. And, she, she, man, she was gone. And it was terrible. I had to make, I had to pick up the phone and call them and tell them. And it wasn't good. It was a bad day. <laughs> That's why I've Max been Evans. by you guys ever since. Yeah. Max, Max had a home away from home when I go on, on vacations. It used to be at your house, but uh, <laughs> you took care of that situation forever. So, yeah, well, last time Max Evans stayed here, he, he tried to take out my wife. So you can talk about the golden one all you want. Took, I turned around, I hear a scream and all I see is Tanya's feet in the air and her hitting the ground. Max wanted to play and Tanya wasn't ready. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't good. Sweet Max. So well, uh, Phil, Sweet we got Max. we we got to get some rest overnight because we got to do a, a, a radio show tomorrow. High school yep. huddle, hot ninety three yep, seven. I'm FM. ready. We're going to uh, last touch show. On, uh, last show on the radio. We can have it uh, on the yep. uh, on the web if we if we like to do that. Uh, uh, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, Rafe Watkins situation in Muskogee as he parts yeah. way over there. Uh, we got to talk about Guthrie yep. football going to uh, Lot MacArthur on Friday night for the second round playoff yeah. contest, and uh, I really Big think game. it's a I think it's a fifty fifty ball game. I think you can go uh, either way. Yeah. Um, Guthrie yeah. started this season five wins in a row, lost two in a row, uh, but they had a week ready as did Lot MacArthur. Both teams had a bye last week, so. Um, it will be uh, interesting, and I think the winner of that one will probably have to go to Collinsville um, next week, which is what we did a couple of years ago. But uh, um, and, you know, it'd be good. It'd be good for uh, Josh Rains and the senior class to get a playoff victory uh, after yeah, not going absolutely. to the playoffs a year ago. And uh, so yeah. um, we'll talk about that. And by the way, can, uh, congratulations to uh, Josh Rains signing today with Northern Oklahoma College, who was the 2019. 
uh, Junior College World Series champions. Uh, obviously, they didn't play baseball last year uh, because of COVID, but uh, did, NOC did win the national championship, and uh, they were like 42-17 and 17 that year and uh, had offers from Seminole, Connors, and uh, what's the other? Seminole, Connors, oh, and Cali County. So he had his JUCO t- uh, choices there, and he's, he's going to be a pitcher that in college probably get a, a, in the lower 90s. So um, congratulations to him. Great young man and a real competitor. Of course, the quarterback of our football team and real team guy. You know, will jump in and do whatever's asked of him. Tough kid, um, but can, but his, but he is blessed. I mean, he he truly is a v- extremely talented baseball player, and and uh, wish him nothing but the best because he's a, he's a super kid. Well, real quick before we get off, still my favorite story with Josh happened a few games back when he got hurt, and. Um, I'm sitting there talking to him and of course, Josh, Josh is bald like me and, and, um, we're sitting there and, and Josh is hurt and I'm talking to him. I turn around and some gentleman, I still don't know who it was. He leans down and he goes, <laughs> is your son going to be okay? <laughs> and I thought, haircut. Do I explain this to him? <laughs> yeah. Do I explain it to him? I said, no, no. Yeah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> but, yeah. But now Josh, uh, a great kid, great kid. He, so he really is. Yeah, he yeah. really is, and uh, he, he didn't say a whole lot of words. Uh, his baseball coach, Casey Porter, did a really, really good job of uh, talking for good. Josh uh, as a player and as his coach. Uh, Josh had a couple sentences, and he got choked up a little bit, uh, thanking his mom. Uh, his mom is a, yeah. a top mom. You would want her as your sports mom or your athletic mom. Absolutely. She is, she, uh, she's all about her kids. Just and, as your uh, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, he got yeah, choked up yeah. trying to uh, talk about her. So that was a pretty cool deal. And uh, yeah. if you missed it, a lot, you know, a lot of people uh, weren't able to go uh, because of the time and the day and you know, all the COVID, all that good stuff. But uh, I was able there, as you see on your screen, go to Guthrie News page and watch the video uh, of that ceremony. It's less than three minutes long, so it won't take you long to watch that. So again, congratulations, to Josh. Um, this is where I would normally start playing our music, but um, last time I did that, oh, I, actually. Uh, no, I don't want to do that because last time it messed up. So uh, we will leave oh. with no bumper music. So sorry. No bumper music. You could sing us out. Uh, I could. Yeah, I could. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Con- All right. Well, you know Con- what? I think. Well, not, you know what? I, now that I'd like to retract that. Why don't we just go ahead and say goodbye to everybody and just move along? All right. Uh, one final comment. Pop it goes to it goes to Councilman Jeff Taylor. Great job. Great job, Chris and Phil. We'll Why is it never Phil and Chris? Why is it always Well, it's Chris. Chris well, uh, nothing. You can't go after the councilman because he's simply looking at a screen. It says Chris on the left, Phil on the right. So he's just kind of going off of how it's presented. Oh. All right. Well, at least I got a trophy earlier. Okay. I got your trophy up That's there. That's right. I know. I appreciate it. I mean, I'm, well, sure. Every chance I get. Let me, uh, uh, let me go full screen here. Yeah. Ed McMahon's second banana award presented to Phil New. I'm I am more proud of that than anything I've ever ever been presented. It's good. It's, sure. it's an honor to be your second. It's an honor to be your second banana, Chris. <laughs> um, I really wish I knew who sent this to us. That's the. Uh, I've got an idea. Well, I, I did too, but ideas. it wasn't the right one. So. Uh, one person definitely knows, and she's not telling me, so she was sworn to secrecy. So it narrows oh, it down. That's but, okay. Yeah, it that's is. Okay. okay, thank you for watching. Have a great week, and uh, this has been the Open Mic Podcast.